Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our review of Bloodshot, the boy Bemmy. Hello. Now this was not one that I was super duper excited for, but there is always a bit of, I don't know, novelty factor with these Vin Diesel B movies, The Witch Hunter, Riddick. They are fun and uh, there's some, you know, my, my, my personal tastes always kind of, I like this kind of crap. You like these kind of mid-level B-movie sci-fi adventures. It makes me feel smart, you know. <laughs> Elevates me. Absolutely. Uh, but this one, uh, the trailer did have some uh, interesting stuff in there, but uh, I don't necessarily know that I I was really, really pumped up for this one like I have been for some other Vin Diesel outings. Mm. So this is based on the Valiant comic of the same name. I think they're trying to get this going as like a maybe a shared universe potentially. Um, I knew nothing about it. Me neither. Trailer was the first kind of thing I'd heard. I'd seen kind of pictures of Vin Diesel next to the comic book character when the casting news came out. Um, had no real specific interest. I But yeah, like you said, I thought the trailer had some really interesting ideas. Um, and then someone let out that it was from the, the guy who wrote Arrival, which I think is a movie so kind of specifically known for its um, authenticity and scientific a- accuracy or attempts at that, um, that it seemed like such an interesting fit for someone like that. Um, and it, yeah, I thought the trailer was visually impressive enough for me to think this could be one of those fun little, little you know, this could be an upgrade $40 million dollar movies, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I've, we've kind of just done the whole preamble. I love it. <laughs> that's I think that's great. Efficient. So we're getting into the spoilers now. Yeah, all right. All right. Fuck you. You know, this is how we do it. Um, so yeah, guys, if you haven't seen the film, we're getting into the spoilers. All the movie stuff now. Um, hey, listen. First, first bit of this movie, I was having the time of my life. <laughs> yeah. I was cracking up, laughing. Terrible. Like. When they land and they're on the tarmac of the airport and it's just the cheesiest stuff. Yeah, it's like a Michael Bay parody. He gets he gets off the off the plane, his hot girlfriend's there with his hot car waiting for him. Um, I don't think she has a, a line in her first few scenes in the film. Like I think she speaks after they first have sex. <laughs> um, which is just so so Vin Diesel-y. It's very It's so spot out of on. touch. Well But in in, in a comedic like yes, but I don't I, know if it's aware. You I know, feel I, like that was quite purposeful. Yeah, well, if it was, awesome. Like I couldn't tell if it was purposeful, if it wasn't purposeful. I don't think you meant to know at the time, but I think later on, enough kind of plot stuff comes into it where you're like, that kind of explains all yeah, of the silly okay, cliches sure. in this film. Um, I was kind of impressed with that but element. I think that the other elements of the film were not any less cheesy mm. to compensate. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like I, 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 it was, it was a good time. And then, as I said in the weekly show, I, I totally forgot about the twist in this. Yeah. So, um, maybe we should, maybe we should lay out the plot. Yeah. If, if you're staying at home for whatever reason, in complete seclusion, and can't go out and see this amazing film, um, basically it opens with, uh, with Vin Diesel. He's like a marine or something. Um, Special forces. Yeah. Uh, on on site taking out um, terrorists or what have you, kidnappers, um, and he gets taken himself by a very strange character. Tony um, Kebbell's character, right? Toby Kebbell's character, who I think does a really good Australian accent in this film. 
But it's one of those ones where I didn't know if he was Australian or English because Australian is done so badly mm. on screen that I don't know what a good Australian accent actually is. <laughs> on screen, yeah. I thought it was really good. I thought, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was one of the one of the best I've seen along with like Dev Patel in Lion. But, but don't you um, think it's just distracting? When the, like, it's like, why is this British actor doing an Australian accent other than because he clearly kind of can? Um, yeah, absolutely. But but I think you would feel that less so if you weren't Australian, as we are. But like, I would, you know, uh, uh, an English accent, perfect. Character doesn't, it, it, like the Australian, does it inform the character any less or more or? No, no. Um, but uh, yeah, Whatever. it's funny. There's so Why many Australians in Hollywood, so, so many Australians in Hollywood and none of them ever play Australian <laughs> characters. Get more in there. Why not? Um, yeah, sure. So yeah, anyway, uh, they've kidnapped him and his wife. They, they fridge the shit out of his wife, um, which he's very unhappy about. And then they kill him. Um, he then gets kind of brought back to life by this, this company who like creating super soldiers. And he's now fucking full of nanites and just impossible to stop. So, yeah, he's got these nanites in his blood that um, Guy Pierce has created and there's little nano... Nanites? Well, what was that in? That was in G.I. Joe. I was like, I haven't heard the term nanites in a decade or something. There right? was a big trend there for was a, a big while. Nanite yeah. I think drones have taken yeah, yeah, over since yeah, then. Yeah, drones, for sure. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so he's got these, these, these nanite blood where he can just re- he can regrow. He's like Wolverine. He's Wolverine, yeah. Um, I heard him described today as the Wolverine crossed with the Punisher. I'm like, that's that's it. Yeah, and and you know this movie is fun. You know, it's going along and like it's delivering kind of what you expect. It's like hamming up the cheese a little bit. I was enjoying it. Yeah, good kind of revenge action sci-fi thing. Great twist as well. Yeah, so we we find out halfway through in a, in this movie is such a, a, a kind of piecemeal of so many other films and ideas. Hundred percent. But in a way that didn't bother me. I kind of like seeing all these things synthesized together. Um, so, yeah, it turns out his this origin story that we've seen of him, him getting killed in this situation, his wife, has been completely fabricated. It's a simulation that they're using to target different people, um, former employees of this company in most cases, to get him to go on his revenge vendetta to take them off the map. Mm. Um, and what I really liked about this story is we never get his origin. We never see the actual original story. Because when you're watching it, it's presented as if it's the real world and this is the actual thing that happens. And knowing what I knew from the trailer, I thought maybe they'd just rewrite that version every time. Okay. But it, as it turns out, he's been doing it already for a while. Yes. Um, so, and we don't really see the original. We don't really find out where he's come from. Every version of this, as far as we know, is a simulation. Yeah, I, I thought, like, how many times has he gone through this? Mm. Yeah, it, it wasn't really sort of laid out. There are specific hints um, to it only being a handful of times. Because, well, there was a five-year gap between when he last saw so his, his wife. wife. Yeah, and there was the, the guy who was always chewing the gum, I think, and every time he did it, he was stepping on another, or putting another piece of gum under yeah, the table. Yeah, right. Whatever. But, um, there, there only looks about 20 pieces of gum or something there, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, it is kind of indeterminate, which which I like that it never answers that question. Yeah, I did too. One thing, I I really did, but I, I thought that that twist came through, and and I'd forgotten about the twist in the trailer, and I was like, oh my god, yes, I remember the twist. <laughs> That's what this is. <laughs> yeah, sweet. This you know, this is this is great. I'm really enjoying this film, and then it really started to take a nosedive after that for right. me. And and you know, like so. That's like the this, midway point. This is sort of. 
maybe a bit hyperbolic because objectively it's all pretty bad you know <laughs> i don't believe in uh, objectivism <laughs> uh but but i think like i've really tuned out at that point mm-hmm. and all the good ideas had been maxed out okay i mean you you well, tell me tell me more about your experience with it yeah so i i knew all of this was going to happen so the first half is chugging along and it's incredibly cliched it's mm-hmm. a very standard kind of vin diesel action film um, and when the twist came into play, I thought they did a really good job of expounding upon just the basic premise of him being this mind-wiped soldier and explaining why everything was the way it was. Like, they actually had, you know, a guy kind of writing these simulations who was just a hacky, shitty writer, which, you know, is very meta and not necessarily a good excuse for writing something that is hacky and shitty, but I thought it was really kind of clever and fun. Yeah, I guess in the film's internal logic, mm. that makes everything add up. Yeah, and you go through this first situation where you don't realise that he's just going through the motions, where he's leaving the company, they're allowing him to go, you don't realise this at the time, and they're like, where are you going, what are you doing, and he's going on this revenge mission. And then the next time it happens, you get to see it, with that knowledge, mm. and you get to see Guy Pierce, the the head of the company and the, the film's villain, obviously, um, kind of just doing this again, doing his job. But yeah. you see the sides that he's not letting Vin Diesel see, where he's talking to all the other guys working with him. Yeah. You see all of all of Vin Diesel's handlers, yes. um, these other kind of super soldiers who have really kind of banal enhancements, which you kind of realize are just for kind of looking after Vin Diesel. Yeah. And getting him yeah. back every time yeah, because he's the weapon, um, which I, th- I thought was kind of cool. I liked that these weren't all like crazy, super-powered cyborg monsters. They had like one specific gimmick each. Um, and yeah, I, I, I found that interesting enough to really get me through the elements of this film that just weren't fantastic, which is pretty much everything else. Um, yeah, very true, very true. But yeah, I, I thought the, the science of it was... I, it's so hard whether to say a movie is smart or dumb. And maybe I'm just coloring this because I know this is the guy who wrote Arrival, but I really thought this was quite well done from that perspective. I think logically, mm. I think this film was really well done. Yeah. Um, it was just in the moments. You know, yeah. You, you can twist the moment, like guy gets off tarmac, off a mission, mm. and he embraces his wife. There's a lot of different ways that sort of scene can unravel. There can be a war-torn hero with scars across his face stumbling off you know, and his wife is crying and they're mm-hmm. distraught. Well, there's this version, you know. So I think on paper there's actually like a lot of different ways the script can go, but the avenue that they've gone in the execution, mm. you know, it's fun. It's 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 good, but it's not great and it gets very repetitive and boring. And um, Yeah, I, I will say I found this movie to be very much less than the sum of its parts because there were so many things I enjoyed very mm. much as ideas or concepts yes. or, or small executions that – but it's, I, I'm not even sure yet. I can't quite put my finger on why um, I didn't find this movie great. I'll probably be able to watch it several more times because um, I think it might be the only film in cinemas for the rest of the year. Um, and <laughs> Wouldn't I honestly, that be a tragedy? I wouldn't mind actually going to check it out again just out of interest to see it knowing everything that's coming in it from the beginning, just as an exercise maybe more than anything. Um, I could never watch this again. <laughs> never Ever. again. Yeah. That's funny because I feel like there are a lot of comparable films that you kind of dig. No, that's the... That's, and you definitely weren't going in with expectations no, or anything. No, no. But this one I found agonizing. Agonizing? Agonizing. But you, but you were enjoying it to a point. I think and at the beginning I was laughing with the film. Right. 
I was I was actually laughing out a lot in this film. Mm. I was really doing a lot of belly laughs. Mm. Um, but then that's that started to the you know subside as the runtime went on, and you know me, I get fidgety, man. I get mm. I get a bit bored and shit. You know, if it's not keeping my engagement, yeah, fair enough. Like I said, I I like the uh, the ideas and the way that was kind of playing out. I don't think there was like a single line of dialogue that was really engaging in this film. It was very much just kind of moving stuff along, which is unfortunate. They tried to have some kind of fun characters who I don't think were really doing that yeah. either. Um, and segueing from that, the performances, Vin Diesel's just doing Vin Diesel. He he maybe is trying to emote a little more than in a lot of his roles. Like this isn't yeah, just maybe. a stoic Riddick character. He's, he's trying to kind of play a human um, even though before he gets his enhancements, he's clearly a fucking superhuman. It's um, it's so fine. The, the details are fine in their mm. nature. Mm. The difference between this guy and like the Fast and Furious Vin Diesel and yeah, the yeah. He's, he's Superman. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I yeah. It it's weird. I liked the 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 other the other super soldiers, but not for anything the actors were doing. I just like their concepts. It, it, this kind of reminded me of like Neil Blomkamp light, like yeah. very light. But um, I feel like maybe in his hands, and he's he's got some very mixed results. Maybe he could have done something a bit more impressive with this. But um, it's the beta version of yeah. Saying that, I do think the effects work was a strength of the film for the most part because the director is from from effects. Um, it's some really bad aerial CG shots though, like. Yeah, and that's mostly a budget thing. I think it's one of those like kind of forty Just million call dollar it movies. A day. Yeah, establishing shots always <laughs> suffer like that. But I think the the money shots, the stuff they really worked on, looked pretty flawless. I, I would agree with that. And, and there was there was some interesting concept that were well done. You know, there was the guy with the cameras on his mm. shoulders, on his chest, and he never looked at anyone in the eyes. Mm. And they carried it through, and it felt well realized. Mm. And uh, I think it adds credence to what, who you said wrote the screenplay. Yeah, and th- that that's the thing. You see this guy is like, oh, this guy's got metal feet and this guy's got eyes on his chest. Are these guys really super soldiers? But then when they have to be employed for what they're there to do, you've got the guy who can find Vin Diesel and the guy who can catch Vin Diesel. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's that's cool. Yeah, I like how that sense. played out. And I liked Isaac Gonzalez, but I think that's just because Isaac Gonzalez is kind of amazing. Um her character, yeah, she yeah. didn't have much else to do necessarily. Um, yeah, she just looks beautiful in this, and that's about it. Yeah, um, I really, though, did like to kind of circle back to the cliches in the first half. I I really enjoyed the way that they played on the um, woman in the refrigerator tope when they they fridged his wife or girlfriend, whatever it may be. Yeah, and it's like, oh, are we really doing this again? Are we doing the Deadpool two every other fucking thing in history? But then they don't. She's alive and well. She's got a new family. She's yeah, happy. Yeah. They've just put True. this in his head because it's a trope, because True. it is such a cliched, hackneyed motivator for male protagonists. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was good because I was so disappointed when something as recent as Deadpool 2 did that. And we talked about it at length on the show, the merits and weaknesses of it, but I really was disappointed in that film, especially as a sequel with a, a character I quite liked. Not very ballsy. The, the chemistry. Yeah, I thought that was so so weak. And cowardly. I thought this did a good job of actually addressing how lame that is. You bring up a lot of good points, mm. um, but I always uh, and and I think it is, yeah, yeah. I mean that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, and something, and something is lacking from the movie. And, and 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 as you said, I think the way to put it is the the sum of the parts are lesser. 
than the sum of the whole <laughs> minus the the parts. Please don't quote me verbatim. <laughs> I sound like an idiot. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's some really great there's some really great stuff in here, and I mm. wanted to like this film more. But once it was all said and done, I just wanted to run away. Mm. I wanted to run home. I definitely wasn't at that level, but certainly the um the kind of finale and the the epilogue. I'm like, there's kind of nothing else to to really get into here. There isn't yeah. there isn't to even be watching this anymore. I do like. I've already mentioned this, but I like how the tagline and almost his catchphrase in the film is like, you know, you don't uh, need a history to have a future. Mm. I like how literal that is in this film because he literally has kind of no idea about his history, presumably, um, which is cool. Um, What else is there in this movie? Is there anything else? It's pretty, it's pretty. um, Yeah, it's, I I, I just think it reminds me probably the biggest comparison is Upgrade and a lot of sort of naughties direct to DVD. uh, movies. That's the word. I'm <laughs> That's looking the for. word yeah. Movies. <laughs> yeah. I, I really wanted to love, love this. And I've got a soft spot for Vin, but this, this was, I, I as I said, I want to get the fuck out of the trailer. The first half was really great. And um, that a lot of sequences were really fun here. And the concepts, there's some, just don't, I mean, what can I say? You've listened to the spoilers, but if you were to go watch this, <laughs> I would not recommend, or if you were to recommend to somebody, I would say don't watch the trailer and no. go and watch this, and you'll get you have a really good time. Because I'm glad I forgot that. I'm glad I, I'm glad these things go in one ear and out the other for me. Because mm. if I'd remembered that, I think I would have hate. I would have that surprise would have. I would have been waiting for that surprise, and then what the payoff after that was so much worse than the front half of the film. Mm. That would you agree? The back half of the film was worse than the front half, or was it? It was all kind of a similar level okay. to me, which is okay. was not great, but had some good stuff in there. Okay. Um, I, I think definitely like the the very tail end was like yeah, whatever. Let's mm. get this done. Mm. Um, I I think one of this film's biggest strengths in terms of people's reaction to it is they're just going to see a Vin Diesel movie, and I think that'll lower a lot of expectations. And I think this movie kind of has enough interesting stuff in it to kind of be like, hmm. but uh, by the same token, I think one maybe one little another pass at this script and uh, like a different cast, maybe a different director. Sorry, I don't really know this guy. Um, and I think this could have been great. I yeah. think this really could have been like, you know, that, that kind of upgrade, that real little awesome surprise. Yeah, a couple little tweaks to the script. Mm. I, I just think the emotional payoff isn't here. Like it's just Vin Diesel. I don't know anything about this character. And I... Is that a problem though? You know, ultimately, like... I, don't know, I think another actor maybe could have sold it. Yeah, maybe you're right. Logan maybe. Marshall Green is bloodshot. He could have done this, you know. It's um, very similar to Upgrade, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything Anything else on this one? Uh, was the score good? I can't even remember. I can't remember it either. It's probably fine. Yeah, it's probably pretty standard. No, mm. I don't think so. I think, I think I've got everything out. Good first half, bad second half. Got irritable. Probably going to be in my worst films of the year. Oh, we got to watch more movies than that, Georgie. Yeah, I know. Um, you know me. Yeah, I'll I'll give you some uh, some recommendations yeah. for terrible yeah. films. Uh, good Australian accent, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw some of it, some of it was shot in South Africa, which is quite cool. Hmm. April twenty eighteen. Wow, wow, it's a while ago. Why wasn't Blomkamp working on this? Maybe he was. 
We just never Maybe he's knew. in director's jail after fucking Chappie. <laughs> Was that the last movie he did? Yeah. Wow. He's been on YouTube since then. Oh. He's probably done some TV or something. That's what Deanne's would and Chappie will do to you. What an odd decision. There we have it, folks. Bloodshot. Have you seen the film? Let us know your thoughts. We always love hearing from you folks out there in the movie sphere. We'll be back next week. And, uh, hey, listen, the cinema schedule is getting mixed up. So I think we'll be reviewing a lot more streaming properties this year and uh, pivoting our strategy. Mm-hmm. We'll need to. Yes. Last uh, cinema release of 2020. Bloodshot. <laughs> See you next week, Benny. Uh, nominee for Best Picture, Bloodshot. <laughs> See you, everybody. <laughs>